December. You know what the fuck it is. Aries and Andy, you and the jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. We lick. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tits. Airy Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Run up and get touched up. Suicide. <laughs> and all of y'all know my style. Schmeezel, Shamazel, Tip and Rep Incorporated. Tip and Rep? What is it called? Haas and Pepper Incorporated. What is that? Uh, I, I, I'm assuming it's the beer company that they work for. In, what was it called? Uh, I, I don't know why they say it, but Shamil, Shamazel, Haas. I think it was Haas and Pepper. It's not Haas and Pepper. That's what it sounds like. Hassan something brew. I was gonna say Hassan pepper sounds like a. That sounds like hot sauce. It sounds like a, a rabbit. Really? Well, when they isn't Hassan pepper? They say it on on the uh, WB cartoons. The uh, oh shit! Uh, now I'm lost. Yeah. Uh, where to begin? Uh, first of all, um, it's nice and warm when we got here. We could start there. Kind of warm. <laughs> kind of well, warm, but cold. Um. You, I, I think this, I, I want to say, I, I don't know, I've had it once before, but it was only once and it was a long time ago. So I just think the, uh, the taste and the memory eluded me. Uh, but I had a Shake Shack burger. Yeah, man. Uh, Andy called me up and said, before we do the pod, I'm going to go to Shake Shack. First I said no. But then I went down there and uh, I got to say, man, uh, no lie. You want to know the truth? I could eat five of these back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> uh, I felt like DJ Khaled, man. Uh, that fucking, I had a single uh, bacon cheeseburger and the hot chicken sandwich. And that bun is so soft. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's fucking soft, man. It's like eating air like, that's tasty. Right. It's like they, they steamed it. It had that Chick-fil-A texture to it. Um, which made me think, because you had said this is that's one of your top three burgers. Uh, what are your what are your top five burgers? Top five burgers? Well, just real quick, fast food we're talking about, right? Yes. Uh it's what is this is it is this an order, particular order? Or no, no, this Whataburger, uh In N Out Burger, uh Shake Shack. There's a place by that used to be by my house in Phoenix called the Stand. It's really good. And then I'm trying to think. No, keep it to burger places we all know. That we all know? Yeah, so you said In-N-Out, Shake Shack, Whataburger. Yeah, then I don't know. Uh, even if it, even if McDonald's and Burger King ain't in your top five, after your top three, throw it in there if it rounds out the five. If, okay. If you have to pick. I guess I'd pick uh, Carl's Jr.? That's that's yeah, it's respectable. I guess that that's in my top five. Uh, and then uh, nothing from McDonald's. No man, I hate McDonald's. Man. Burger King, Burger King over McDonald's, but Burger King sucks now too, man. I don't like their I don't like their buns. 
Uh, I'm going to go, oh, Culver's. Who? Culver's. They're, they're all over the place. I've never heard of Culver's. Culver's, yeah. They're, Midwest, they're a Midwest chain that has, uh, they have, uh, what are those, uh, cheese curds. Really? Yeah. Mine is, uh, my number one is In-N-Out. That double double with just mustard ketchup. You can't beat the double. And a little bit of onion. Oh my God. And the smell is intoxicating. Dude, that they got it in and out literally next door to the airport. So when I come home uh from flights, usually when I fly out, it's in the wee hours of the morning, so they're closed. But usually when I get back on a Sunday or a Monday, at like, you know, 11, 12, maybe later, their their business is open and booming. That fucking smell as I get dropped off at the parking shuttle to get my car because it's literally next door. Oh, my God. That whole onions. That whole neighborhood around the, the that section of the airport smells like In-N-Out. Oh, but In-N-Out, the um, second for me would be, uh, dude, I love Wendy's triple with bacon. Wendy's fucking, that's two for me. I got to say Shake Shack, Shack is number three. Um, four would be Carl's Jr., that bacon Western cheeseburger with the onion rings. Jesus Christ. And then five, I'd say Whataburger. Whataburger, man, I, I think is an underrated burger. Man. Just salty to the motherfucker. It's good, though, man. Yeah. And when it's hot, when they make when you get it fresh. Yeah. And it's hot, I, it's, it's unbeatable to me. Well, that's anything hot. You know, ain't nothing like pussy with steam coming off of it <laughs> uh dude it seems like you know to your theory you were right death comes in all kind of numbers these celebrities are dropping man yeah fucking suzanne summers burt young fucking my man richard mall just passed yep. from night court mm-hmm. fucking uh like i said roger mosley if that's his name from magnum pi the brother um Richard Roundtree, Roundtree, Roundtree passed, and now he's a bad mother. Don't you? What? Hold, hold on, hold on. Womp, womp, don't you? Don't you? Don't, what is it? Don't I forgot what it was? I t- you you say he's a bad mother. You say that part to me. He's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. No, that's, damn it! I fucking forgot. Damn man, you fucking do it. I did. I did. I did. Um, and then fucking Matthew Perry just passed, man. Yeah. I, we saw that last night. I saw that last night here in Milwaukee uh, before, you know, just as the show started and they dimmed the lights. Jesus, man. Uh, I was talking to Tara on the phone. She goes, Matthew Perry died. I go, no, he didn't. And he goes, yeah, he did. She goes, I just got two messages in my feed. I didn't believe it. Yeah. So I went on and looked. It's been all on social media. You can't scroll without seeing a a Matthew Perry past peace. Uh, and then you told me something. They said he drowned in a jacuzzi, right? Uh-huh. I thought it was, I just assumed it was a drug overdose because I knew he had been struggling with drugs. And then you told me something about jacuzzis in your heart. 20 minutes, man. I never knew that. If you don't have someone else in there, I mean, I, I've stayed in jacuzzi. Say, say what it was you told me. You can, you, you can have a heart. It, it does something to your blood pressure and you can, you can have a heart attack and, or you can pass out. A lot of people pass out from it and then apparently if, if what I read last night, there should be more information today, but you can pass out from it and then you can drown. Yeah. So uh, they say if you don't have someone else in the jacuzzi with you, like 20 minutes is what your uh, your time that you should put into it. 
Oh, I'd and then let your, let your let your body cool off, and then you can get back in. But you, uh, what does somebody else being in there with you do? <laughs> wakes you up, up, yeah. Wakes oh, you up okay, when okay, you pass okay. out, yeah. I just thought you meant it, it. Having another body in there maybe does something. No, in terms no, no. Of- you just it's just someone else in case you pass out. But if you both pass out at the same time, I guess it doesn't do you any good. Uh, you just you. That's what I just was always told that, and that's why they have those timers when you go to the the when we're at the hotel and they have the public right. ones. That's what the timers are for. So people don't say, and it says it on there. It says they suggest you don't. I have never ever yeah. known that. That is uh, that's something. Yeah. Uh, apparently Matthew Perry didn't know it either. Andy, come on. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean. Uh, he didn't know it. I mean, I feel bad because I, I think that some. You know what? I, we all struggle. We all have struggles in life, but some of us, are, some of our struggles are more apparent or more difficult. Uh, but you know, he seemed like he was. You know, he was on his right track. And then to have something like that take you out, it, it is. It's, 54 years old. Man, it, it, it's it. And th- this is what's really hard is that, you know, I'm 58. And now people younger, you know, when you're young, people die and they're older than you. And you're like, well, you know, they were older. Right. But now people are dying that are younger than me. Mm. And it makes you, you feel it. You feel how disposable you are as yeah. a human. Jesus. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's been a rough week for the celebs, man. Um, Could it be any rougher? <laughs> uh, you know, I came across this thing that I told Andy he needs to follow. Uh, and I guess I'm late to the You're party. You're late to the party on this. It's been up since uh, the beginning. Man, them motherfucking uh, Chuck Norris jokes are fucking phenomenal. And I, and I, and I got to say, not like I wish I could take credit for it, because obviously these things have been around before I did it. But it's the Burt Bridgewater, basically. You know, like this man being such a macho badass that, you know, he defies the odds with everything. But even to that, it's also a play on the Dos Equis guy. The most interesting man in the world. They're all within the same vein. Same kind of guy. Yeah, this, yeah same kind of guy. Um, but the, uh, there was a, I'm, I'm hooked to these, man, because they're, they're so great. Uh, even the bad ones are great. But the, the one of the ones that stuck out to me was when they said, Chuck Norris died yesterday, but he's feeling much better today. (laughs) (laughs) Most people write their name by pissing in the snow. Chuck does it by pissing in the concrete. (laughs) There's some really good ones, man. They're not bad. I I think they're always funny, and I always laugh at them no matter what. Even if I've heard them before, they're funny. He said, uh, when Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone, uh, he had two missed calls. They were from Chuck Norris. The one I really like was uh, when when uh, Chuck Norris pisses into an 18-wheeler gas tank, that truck later becomes Optimus Prime. That's a good one. Yeah, there's some really good ones, man. To sit there and write those jokes, I don't know who does that, but those are really fucking good. Well, uh, I'm going to forget his name. Damn it. A guy from Tucson, a comic from there, he, he, he had on Instagram, he had not real Chuck Norris. Really? Yeah. Fuck, why, why can't I remember his name? Like, I know this dude. It's not like he's just, like, some guy that I know there. Like, I know him. I got to try to figure out his name so I can say it on the podcast. But uh, I'll, I'll remember in a minute. I'm sure. I'm sure it's just my brain doing what it does. Uh, in, in, uh, in other news, yo, Dwight Howard gay, man. Yeah. Yo, he gay, yo. Let me, let me uh, quote Dwight Howard. You know, what someone, that's why you worried about what someone else does in the bedroom. Man, fuck what he taught. That motherfucker. Gay dude, you know, um, 
like I said, that one video I saw where he's getting ready to sit on the bench and the dude who's in the seat next to him, this motherfucker put his whole hand in this nigga's inner thigh and near his dick to use him as like a crutch to sit down. Uh, and then just some of the shit that's being said, some of the, the shit I'm reading. Yeah, man, listen, man, live your life, baby. Live your life. But man, that motherfucker, gay, son. You know, with what, what he said, I'm not twisting anything. I'm just going to go with what he has said and how he addressed it. You know, no problem. But just then come out. I'm not, you don't have to come out because I said so. Come out because you could help out your community. And let just, just be an come out advocate then. for for who and what y'all are. D- yeah, you know. But then come out and and because no one has a. I mean, uh, what's his name that came out it was a basketball player, but he came out. I want to say his name is Jason Collins. Yeah, but he came out kind of at when his retirement was towards the end of his it, career. It you know, and and he never was a true impactful player, the way. Uh, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Oh, incidentally, since this is basketball related. We're talking about a cork sucker. Cork sucker. <laughs> you got the double entendre? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you know, it could it would be not it would be great for his community if he did come out and, yeah. and just say it. And so that I don't uh, but you know, that's 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 his own right to do and to choose when and where and if he wants to. So uh that being said, I just thought it would be uh, you know, it's your it, you're this far out. What do you think about? Stephen A. Smith alluding to this is why no one wants you in the league. So is it is it is it homophobic bias? I, I, I think what Stephen A. Smith was saying, because he compared it to weed also, is this don't give him a reason why. It's more of what I think he was saying. Right. You know, when you do these things, you give you give uh, other people for the marketing people to the ownership to whatever it is, uh, you give them reasons why. And uh, I'm not, but that's why I'm saying if you come out and you are, you have been, you were, were, I, I'm going to say were an impactful player. You know, he's not as impactful. Then he still had a place. Even when he was in the league, once he left Orlando, yeah. he became less and less impactful. He jumped from Orlando to Houston to he had LA. That back problem. Yeah. So, you know, th- but, th- let's not make this like that was truly about. And even then, there were no rumors speculating at that point. I'm just saying, though, if, if because of like what Stephen A. said, if if that's the truth and this is the the idea, come out so that you can you can you can basically you know put some of that to rest that you know you can be a, a gay athlete and still be out there and be a play at a high level and and, and be who you are instead of. And your teammates didn't have any problem when he was in Orlando. So if all but again, that, maybe in Orlando it wasn't what it was he, now. Maybe he wasn't practicing. Yes, he wasn't practice. <laughs> practice. <laughs> We're talking about practice. Practice. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just uh, come out if that's the case. Well, let me ask you something though. And in certain places, you know, you take a city like Denver where weed is legal. Uh, Chicago, weed is legal. So in some places where weed is not uh, illegal, and certainly it's there, there's nothing illegal about being a homosexual. When, when when Stephen A. goes, don't give him a reason. Well, I understand where he's coming from, but isn't there something wrong in that? Like, why should I not be who I am, or I can't uh, uh, I can't participate 
and a recreational drug in places where it's legal. Because if it's legal, then what's the problem? If being a homosexual is not illegal, then what's the problem? Why can't I do it? Why can't I be it? Well, one, I think because there is the, the stigma. If you're gay, there's the stigma on it because no one in a professional sport playing the game has come out where the people would be able to say, well, they, you can play on that sport. You can be in the locker room. You're just as much of a presence and there's no issues. There hasn't been the person to break that stigma. And, and as far as the weed goes, um, cause it is illegal in some places and you don't want to have anything following you. You don't want to get on a, a plane and have drug, you know, have some weed on you cause you went to a place that didn't have it. And now you, now you have changed the focus of what's happening that night from the game to, is he in jail? Is he going to get out of jail? Does he have it? Right. So I understand why, what, what Stephen Ace is saying when he says that, I mean, drinking is legal everywhere, but you don't drink or hide, you know, you're not supposed to be drinking or hiding drinks. People have done it. People have been alcoholics while they played sports, but that hasn't been the best part of the, 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 the sport. It's about, you know, if someone was an alcoholic and was drinking and constantly who was coming, showing up to the to games and practice uh, inebriated, you wouldn't keep those people on your team because they would be caught. They'd be a distraction. They'd be a problem. So I guess the same thing goes for weed. That's well, you know, it all falls under the umbrella of hypocrisy and bullshit. Because when you watch The Last Dance, that one moment where, uh, I forget whether it was Michael or Scotty that said, you know, there were coaches during halftime at the games uh, drinking beers and smoking cigarettes. You know, the Babe Ruth, back when he was playing baseball, they said he played drunk uh, sometimes. So it- Well, we know Doc uh, from the, what's, what's the baseball player that play, uh, hit through a no-hitter? Doc couldn't. Yeah, was it Doc Gooden? Yeah, the through the no hitter, mm-hmm. and he was on uh, Coke, Coke or acid or something. I don't know no, what I he was, was on. Coke. So yeah, I mean it's it's always been around, and but but that isn't the normal thing to happen. Is that you yeah. do something good because you're on drugs? And, but in baseball, shit, most musicians boy do they best work on drugs. Drugs. I do not do well on stage. I don't either. And I tried it because I get very focused on things that aren't funny to other people. I have a hard enough time trying to stay away right. from things that aren't funny to other people. Right. But, uh, you know, I start watching things in the audience and I'll start commenting on them. And it's, it's, it's not a good, it's not good for me. I'm yeah. not good when I'm high. So, you know, to each his own. Shout but- out to Keith Richards. Uh, his, his whole, since birth has been high. <laughs> he's actually, I don't think he, I don't know that he's still doing drugs. I really? He's clean now. Is he? Dude, he's old. If you. Hey man, some people are just, you know. He went from doing. Uh, illegal drugs to doing pharmaceutical drugs from Walgreens. He's like at Walgreens getting whatever keeps him alive. All right. All right. Um, before we move into the main meat, uh, polls, uh, Dave Chappelle on Israel. Did you see that clip? Yeah. I I wonder if I'm getting this right. So he said what he said and they said people were walking out. I don't know. They were walking out. Someone yelled, told him to shut up, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I forget what his response was. Uh, he said he wasn't going to shut the fuck up. But he said more than that. Yeah. And I guess he went, I, and I agree with him. Uh, it's his show. His name's out in the building. Right. If he wants to talk his shit, talk your shit, man. That, that's but I really, I really wish I knew what he said. Um, I wish I would. I don't know that they have it all. Uh, 
because one of the things that's interesting about this is it has to be written because Dave makes everybody put their phones in those in those bags. Right. And you can't get them out until, you know, you leave the show. Right, because certainly we would have had footage of it. Yeah. So we don't know exactly what was said or what anybody had 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 shown that was said. But uh, it's his it's his prerogative to say what he wants to. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I just I question. You can say whatever you want about whatever you want. Um, it's his show. He can do whatever he wants. I think he's very, uh, you know, he he speaks well on all kinds of issues uh, in the whole world. So yeah. I have no problem with him saying what he wants to say. But be, being that he chose to bring up Israel uh, and it was about kids, I, from what I heard, it would had a lot to do with the kids and the bombings. But are we, how come... If you're going to make that sta- that statement, how come you haven't chose to make that about Russia bombing uh, Ukraine? How come you haven't made it about the the apartment buildings that have been hit by Russia uh, sending bombs over into Ukraine and 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 cutting off electricity so that they don't have electricity in Ukraine and it's freezing in the freezing weather in Ukraine? Um, I haven't heard those statements. So then I think Dave. If that's the case, and this is my personal opinion, Dave, again, Dave doesn't owe me shit and doesn't have to say any, do anything I want. I think Dave can do whatever he wants. He's a grown man. But if you're going to make those statements, then tell us why you are making those statements. Tell us why you feel that way. Give us give us some background why this was more important to talk about. You just said he Ukraine. don't have to tell you shit. He doesn't, but, I mean, it would make more sense. But as far as someone yelling, you know, Shut the fuck up. Hey, you came to his show, man. You get the fuck out. There you go. Uh, and I'm all for him talking whatever he wants to say. I just would like him to give the context of the reason why he's saying what he says. Not because we all, I, there's no one who's going to well, say. Well, actually, he did. And that's why I'm saying I wish we had. Because I, I know on the news when I saw the clip, they didn't, uh, or maybe they did. Because it was an extended clip and they kind of basically said what his response was. So without the clip, we're just. But what was it? The kids are dying. I, I, I don't. I don't. I'll butcher it, and I don't want to do that. From what I understand, yes, I and, and I agree with them. But I think that we can all say that we don't want to see little children suffering. No, no one wants to see little kids suffering. No, no one does. Uh, but when you start talking about the same things that are happening, you're talking about one place, and I can see that it's happening in another place. And I made that state, and you're making that statement, but it's happening somewhere else, and you haven't made that statement. What is the difference between those kids and the kids you're making the statement for or the families that you're making the statement for? So, uh, and why I'm saying that is, you know, we all have agendas. Everybody has an agenda. That's why when this started, I put out the little bit of a statement that I put out only because I want it to be, you know, um, what's the, what's the word uh, when you're clear? Uh, Transparent. I want to be transparent so everybody knew where what my opinion was coming from came from. So I just wish Dave, I wish he would do that so that I could have context to what he's saying. Big bully boss Putin put an illegal put put an end to LGBTQ whatever activity and made it illegal for trans people to adopt kids. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, I did say Putin put the hammer down. I did see where there's tons and tons of uh, LBGTQ. I shouldn't say tons because I don't know how much they weigh, but there's a lot uh-huh. of LBGTQ 
uh, as, as, a, as the signs say, queers for, uh, to free, for to free Palestine. And then they came out, uh, Hamas came out and said that they don't want to have any of that in their country. There's no room for that in the country. And that would not be allowed. So I'm glad you're rooting for the team that doesn't want you. Oh. All right. Um, bum, 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 bum. Bum bum ba da da ba da da ba da. Saw the latest part one, Mission Impossible. It's called. I think it's called the Reckoning. The Reckoning, yeah. The Reckoning, part one. Uh, that, that made me mad when I saw part one, though, in the very beginning. You know what I thought was going to happen? They would. They'd said part one, and I thought halfway through the film they would say part two. You know oh, you mean? were hoping they were doing like that long movie. Yeah. Take a break. Go get some popcorn. We'll yeah, be right back. But, with but, but apparently, I guess there is a whole another coming. So there's another Tom Cruise. I just hope he makes it before his skin continues to evolve. Yeah, he looks like uh, no, he, look, he looks good for his age. Looks yeah, good. You know, I said I was I was I was talking shit about him to you. And I said, he looks like a, a well-worn shoe. He still looks good, but it was right. like a good shoe, but that you could tell has some miles on it, maybe even been resold. Right. Dude, let me tell you, uh, both on Instagram and TikTok, as you scroll them through, and you know, they play that song. I want to be, who's that? Forever Young. Who sings that? Forever Young, Forever Young. Or whoever know. sings. I think it's you too. Um, and they do these when they were young shots versus where they are now. Man, I, and I've said this, and I'm sorry for sounding like a repeated broken record. Getting old stinks. You're just so beautiful in your 20s and in your 30s. Like, they had pictures of Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Denzel, Julia Roberts, all these celebrities in their 20s and 30s versus now. And even though some of them, or many of them, look good now, it's just something about when your skin was tight, tight, your hair was fresh. You know, you just youth is so beautiful, man. Yeah. God. Um. Yeah, it, it's it's <laughs> it's funny because you go back, but some people, like there was a period where Brad Pitt, I thought was aging really poorly like I, you could tell he had some stuff done and just didn't look good what point was this this was a few years ago when he just he just didn't oh you look, mean like a few years ago yeah, like he, recent yeah he didn't look oh. he he didn't he lost something right but now a few years later it seems like he's having a renaissance because this is coming like everything's kind of like he aged like there was an awkward moment between his young Brad Pittness and his older Brad Pittness. Right. And now that he's an older Brad Pitt, it caught up. Like the, the wrinkles are in the right place and they look right now. Yeah, I don't know. That's man, better man. than it did a couple years ago. Uh, so with that said, um, <laughs> I, 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 I know this is going to sound weird to a lot of people, but out of the guys, the guys, the guys, you right. know, you know what I'm talking about? The yeah. guys in, in our general, in our time period, yeah. Who's the good looking? Who is the good looking guys? Who who continue to be good looking young and continue to make it? Who's the Sean Connery of our generation? George Clooney. George Clooney. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wish I could say Denzel, but dude, when you look at Denzel in his twenties and thirties, you look at him now, like it's it, it's it's seeable. Yeah. It is seeable. Still a good looking guy, 
But you, you, you ain't telling me that nigga's 40. And listen, you know, I hope to be so, I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to do something. Dude, I, as, as much as I made fun of Tom Cruise, uh, and I was making fun of the way he looks now compared, he looks better today than I ever have. So I guess I should talk <laughs> shit. <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm still convinced that when your bank account is padded properly, uh, that helps the aging process. Because of things you can do, people you can see, uh, <clears throat> just no stress because you just living so good. Well, different kind of stress, but still yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But if you could get into those cryo things that they sleep in. Cryo chambers? Yeah, I think that's supposed to help out a lot. I'll take I'll take a cryo chamber. Uh, yeah, I have a cryo chamber. It's called my bed. <laughs> so I do all my crying. <laughs> a crying chamber, not a cryo. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this movie, what'd you think of it as far as an action de male demographic, man food, machismo, dick on a table movie? Well, according to everybody that, you know, has commented on, uh, Equalizer, uh, the last one, it's not enough action in it. You know, that there, there wasn't a person being killed every 33 seconds. So I don't know if it's, if it's good on that level. Okay. That's not on the John Wick level. Okay. But your taste though. Uh, it's good. Accord okay. uh, yeah, you know, because I, I don't, I got to be really honest with you. And I wasn't excited to do this. I don't want to like these movies. Mission Impossible. I don't want to like them. I don't, I don't like, I really don't like Tom Cruise and that character. I, I grew up with the original, the television, you know, Mission I Impossible. I did too. Ugh. And I didn't want to like Tom Cruise in this. I never have wanted to like Tom Cruise. In and I'm not a Tom Cruise hater. I'm just not like Tom Cruise. Let's put him in everything. Uh, right. Tom Cruise. And uh, I hate to admit it, man. I, now, I like did you it. feel that way about all the Mission Impossibles? Yeah, because I think I've seen them all reluctantly and then liked them and had to like them. Okay. Oh, so you, but you officially have liked everyone you've seen? Pretty much. I mean, there's, there's very, I mean, the stories are kind of similar. We're back to the masks in this one, you know. Right. Uh, it, it's a little hokey to me at times, but the action part, you know what? I, I think getting to know a little bit more about Tom Cruise and the, you know, those stories that, uh, uh, damn, what Matt Damon told about how Matt Damon said that Tom Cruise was explaining how he'd do the stunt. And they said, your stuntman's going to let you, however, he goes, yeah. And the stuntman said, no, you can't do that. He goes, so what'd you do? He goes, you, you know, I, uh, not stuntman, the stunt coordinator. Because I, I got another stunt coordinator. And the fact that he wants to do those stunts. So now kind of when I watch him too, I kind of look for him to do the stunt. So there's a little something extra right. in there, I guess. And I think that's pretty, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of actors, but, you know, Jack Jackie Chan and him are doing their own stunts. I'm not, I don't know who else is doing the stunts. Right. And that whole thing about, you know, with that last one where he's hanging off the side of the plane and the plane's taking yeah. off. And then you see the actual footage of them actually filming it for right. And you're like, you know, I got to give it to him a little bit here. Right. I can't just. He He's doing the genre. Did he really stuff. do the stunt off the moped, off the dirt bike with the parachute? Dude, when he's falling and you see his skin like right. doing that, that's from falling. So I'm imagining. But, you, but that CG, they could CGI. That. Or they could do it in a wind chamber and right. they could get it done. Right. I don't know, man. But that that's what makes it interesting to me. I'm looking to see. Is right. that him? Is that him doing it? Um. I think it might have been him doing it because that's that, but that's a stunt, man. 
Yeah. Because not only do you have to fall, get out, you have to fly off the rocks on the bike. You have to push the bike away from you. Well, you don't have to push the bike away. Just let go. Well, but it has to move away from you. You don't want to land in the same place the bike is landing or come close to. I don't to. think there's a very big uh, but, chance of And that. I like how in, the, in it he goes, I'm moving away from the rocks. So he's pointing himself and right. he's going out further. So that's kind of the reason I don't think he did it because that's right. super dangerous. Well, let me tell you something. If I had the parachute on, I think I would do that. I don't think I would do that. Son, once you vroom, off the joint, but, let it go, now you just... But you have to get away from those rocks because the rocks, uh, okay, the, mountain right, t- right. the mountain peaks are like, you know, coming up like that. So if right. you don't get past them, it, yeah. it doesn't make a difference. You're not going to get to use your chute. You got to get all the way past them and then you could open up your chute. Right. But I, I guess I don't, I don't understand why. Well, I don't know, because maybe, yeah, if you don't get all the way past it, you're not going to get down to the bottom. Because you have to open up the chute and the chute's going to, but you could travel with those chutes. You know, I don't know. I don't know how to right. do it. I've never done it, but right. I've seen the guys, you know, and they're, they're pulling the little one left and right side and they're moving yeah, around and to steer it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that I'll be honest. I don't think I have the balls to do that, man. I don't think that <laughs> I think when it came to it, I would say, yeah, I could do it. And, and then I get halfway to the where the ramp well, is. Then, motherfucker, you better not do it at all. Yeah, because half commitment will kill you. Kill you on that. Right. Yeah. No, I don't think I could do it. You really think you could do it? You think that you would sit there with the accelerator on and go over the top and fly off? That if thing? I knew I had that parachute, yes. I don't. I don't know. I don't know that I could do it. It seems. It seems almost ridiculous. But I gotta be. I never. You. You have skydive. Yeah. I never did. It's something I wanted to do. Yeah. But I don't think that I would do it now. At my age now, I just don't. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like something I need to do anymore. I would have loved to have done it when I was younger, right, right, right. but I don't think that I would do it now. Mm. I might have a heart attack and die before I got to the ground. <laughs> um, should there be a cutoff point to these sequels? Because, and I asked that because as a child of the 80s, the rule was three. No sequel went past three. Now, Fast and Furious 48. Mission Impossible 19. It's like now the thing is excess. More, 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 more. And is, 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 I guess I, what I'm asking is, is less more. Leave them wanting more. Well, it depends if you can write it. I mean, uh, 007's. But that's a character driven piece. It's a character driven piece. The books with different stories and they right. made this whole thing. And now that, and then they had to create more. But, I mean, that's one. Friday the 13th, Halloween, those have gone on for... Uh, and I think some of those went on too long. Yeah, I think some of them could have got lost. They didn't have to make them. Right. But, uh, but, but again, to me, it feels like with horror movies, there's a, there's a, there's a creative license to, to kind of keep going. To kill more people. Because it's something about the thing that scares you that won't go away. Right. Like, that's white people for black people. <laughs> so I'm just saying like that's you know what I mean and and then when Halloween comes around it's like break out the fine china yeah. but I'm just like do we need this many fast and furious but I, I think, which again I've never seen one I think people will tell you when it's done like there's not been a leprechaun 12 dude leprechaun was done at <laughs> leprechaun 2 but they tell you they they made it obvious there's I think there's a point where you know uh, mission Impossible. It's a new mission. They have another mission, so they can keep going. But I, I, 
you know, but when all of a sudden we have, okay, you have Mission Impossible. That's one. You have Jack Reacher. This is the other. Uh, He's, he did two of those. He never did a third. Okay, but you have those. Right. You have. Uh, the Bourne movies. The Bourne, they're all the same fucking movie. Yeah, but the Bourne movies were so good. Yeah. Until, until uh, Jeremy Renner. That didn't. He couldn't fuck it. You know what? And that and that's no slight to him because he's a solid performer. That, but those were Matt Damon's shoes. They stopped making the Borns, and they should have made a movie that with looked him. like Born, but it was him, Jerry right. Renner because they're the same movie anyway. I mean, right. we're doing the same thing. We're just we're we're, we're tweaking uh, the origin story. We're, we're we're moving the story around a little bit to set up everybody for it, it, it. But they're all the same, right? That's you know I think that's why. Um, the uh, what's Keanu's movies again? Uh, John Wick. I think that's why John Wick's were so good because it was just based on a guy who was something, wanted to quit, which sounds familiar to some other stories, but they kill his dog. But didn't we both admit after John Wick three we were John Wicked out? Yeah, but not if you not if you just went there for the action. There's no story. I mean, honestly, the story died after the first one. John Wick one was the story. Yeah. And then after everything after that is just a, a repeat of the story. Right. So, yeah, it depends on what you want to do with the story. John, John Wick is closer to Halloween than it is uh, to Mission Impossible. I'm, I'm not sure I understand that. John Wick is about killing death. It's just about right. the death, the gore, the taking someone else right, out. Right. It's not as gory, but yeah. it's about taking someone out. Where there is some story to Mission Impossible, there's you need the story so you can go do do do. Right. You have to have the story. Right. I don't know what tune that was. You was. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't even know. I don't even know what how it goes. Don't 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 don't. All right. Uh, that's what they should do if they think about making another one and it's time to put it away. Don't 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 don't. Make another one. <laughs> uh, uh, in but, terms of these two franchises, Fast and Furious and Mission Impossible, if you had to pick one, which one has reached their limit? Which one is it time to put to bed? Because Fast and Furious has more people in it and they can do different things with the story. I'm going to say you could do more with Fast and Furious. So you'd say it's time to put Mission Impossible to bed. Unless they can come up with a, a, an original story that's worthwhile, Fast and Furious you have extra you have characters continuing to add to it. But I saw the previews for this one. I got I got I haven't seen I I, saw, I think I saw the first two Fast and Furiouses, but that's it. And I and I've never seen one, dude. How can you not have seen one? I just car racing. It's not about cars. I, I know, but it let's that's the meat and potatoes of it. It's the cars and the action. I'm not a car guy like that. Like, there's some dudes whose dicks get hard <laughs> off of cars. Dude, the black mat with the and the fucking whatever inch rims and the the Mustang and the horsepower. I, I don't. I just want to drive it. I don't. I don't give a fuck. You you don't care what's the performance and the so uh, if I got a Hemi. So so if I gave you the cheapest version of a nice car, you'd be happy with it. No. Oh, why? Because you don't care about what's under the room. No, I want the baddest bitch in the room. But you don't know what's in there, so why do you want it? Come on, guys. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, you do have some concern for it. You a just, little bit. I'm you, just you just saying. don't need to know it, like how some of these guys know. Let every- me let me tell you. Something. Okay, so if you took the car action part out of the movie, do you care about anything else? Then this goes back to what we said about uh, Equalizer. What I'll say about Mission Impossible. Once, if this were the '80s and it was about the brawn, a la Schwarzenegger, a la uh, Stallone, then that's what the '80s were. But I like the fact that now you get action with acting, and Tom Cruise is a solid actor, and the actors in the movie are solid actors, and there's some story. It's not just explosions and guns. So that being said, I'm just like. With the Mission Impossible thing, I go, you know, sometimes the espionage and the cloak and dagger shit is a little hard for me to follow if I'm not really paying attention or if I'm semi-sleepy. But if I'm totally alert and I'm in it, yeah, the action with the espionage and the acting, it's a well, it's it's a well-rounded thing. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And I think to your point, and what if I if I'm if I'm keeping up with you on this one, the Fast and Furious doesn't need have the the actors they could have the good looking guys the good looking women and you could roll that movie out there you go this when you you're talking about these new movies like uh, that have an actor in it that's bringing like the character and the scene and making something happen yeah i get what you're saying there and that makes that makes sense but there's something that's wrong with this to me and and maybe it's just because they're in my age group so they're they're approachable to me but there was something about the suave of a Sean Connery that wasn't there when Roger Moore got there. There's something that was different about that, that kind of person. Uh, when I see, you know, when you watch the old, uh, uh, Mission Impossible's on TV, those guys uh, were, those guys were cool though, because they were cool guys. I don't mean to cut you off. Please. Yeah, no, I, that. I know that just holds such a haunted place in my memory. When you bring up mission Impossible, because again, my dad loved that show. We didn't have money, which means we had one TV. I could not stand that show as a kid. And when he put that motherfucker on, and I'm sitting there having to watch that, and I hear, don't change that. I'm watching that. Nigga, no, you're not. Let me put on a cartoon. His eyes were resting. He was resting his eyes. Man, that move, that, go ahead. But that had such a haunful that mission and pop. When I was younger, I, I don't think I liked it too, because you know what? There's a lot of story in there and you're having to pay attention. But, uh, you know, but that's seared in my mind when it says, if you choose to accept this mission, you know, whatever, whatever. But this tape will self-destruct in five seconds. But I like when you said they were cool guys. They were cool guys. They weren't, they weren't trying to be the best looking guy. The best, they were just a cool team and the guys were cool. Right. That's how those movies, you, you know, when we go back to our parents, a group. Dean Martin was a cool motherfucker, right? Yeah. But Dean Martin wasn't a young man. He wasn't like the good looking. He, he was a good looking guy, but he wasn't like like that picture perfect Brad Pitt looking guy. He was cool because he was he cool. He was that Italian with that olive oil skin and that guinea charm. <laughs> and she was the best piece of ass I've ever had, and I've had them all. That's Dean Martin. Yeah. He but there was swag to those guys. Right. That isn't here. It's it's well, wait a minute though. When you say it isn't here, other than Tom Cruise, Simon Pegg ain't no good looking suave dude. Ving Rains with that boxes a fist of a nose. 
uh, in the... and, and speaking of Ben Rames does not look good in, in this. In, in, <laughs> it, I don't know, not know what happened to him, but they have a bunch of clothes on him and then they have that beanie on him because they're hiding right, something right, that's going right, on with Ben right. Rames in this. Um, movie. really Tom is the only, it's just different, man. There was a, there was a different kind of cool back then. And I, and I guess, you know, but that's because we know him. If my son was to go see Mission Impossible, he doesn't come with that history of, of Mission right. Impossible. And I'm sure to him it looks cool, as can, you know, cool. But I don't know. There's just some, there's some ingredient. There's some, you know, that, that, that there's some GMO in that that wasn't in our fresh natural produce that we used to get before. I don't know how else. How I, I got to say, uh, and the girl in this, uh, Which one? There's two of them the in this one. The pocket. The yeah. one that he's going through the airport with. Yeah. Again, let me go back to it. it. You know, it is such a blessing when you have great genetics. That woman is beautiful. And I just went, I feel sorry for ugly people. You know, to be beautiful is such a gift. Because you already have a foot in the door. You already have a head start. When you are beautiful as a woman, and, and I said prior to this Mission Impossible, the Mission Impossible that had Paula Patton in it, who I think is one of the most beautiful women in the world, especially in that movie. I mean, there isn't a flaw on her face. The features, everything is smooth and beautiful. And I just go, man, when you are a beautiful human being, you got the one up already. You know, when you're ugly, you have to have a skill, funny, uh, something goofy, uh, smart. You got to have an etch. You got to have something. Sometimes when you're beautiful, you could be as dumb as nails, but your beauty is your power. That woman in that movie is fucking gorgeous. Oh, you know, <laughs> This is you say that it is kind of funny though because women that are beautiful they they have that extra they do have a leg up in this in the entertainment industry uh, because they're looking for someone who looks good. I know in like commercials now we're trying to use uh, you you're more relatable people. people. Yeah, that's their nice way of saying it. really relatable people. Yeah, but fat bitches in drawers selling underwear. But that, and, and mainly for women, because it's never been like, as a guy, I can complain about like when they, the, the movie star people that are there, but right. you know, it's not making me weirded out that there's good looking people on television because right. that's what they're supposed to be. I am saying when I'm talking about the old mission Impossible, I'm talking about the, they used to be a little bit more manly. There was a little, right. you know, a tough guy was a man, not just a, a good looking guy. Yeah. So that, that's what I'm saying by that. But, um, uh, I was watching uh, when you you gave me Mission Impossible. You you gave me it on your uh, you gave me your iPad, iPad to watch yeah. it. And so I'm I'm also in my room, and there was this thing on on the mobsters yesterday yeah. on the History Channel, and there is a, a woman who works in law enforcement that is one of the people they interviewed that I guess helped work on all these cases. She's beautiful, dude. Mm. Beautiful lips, this face, everything. but she works in a different industry. And she was beautiful. Without a doubt, I could tell she was beautiful. Right. No makeup, nothing. Just clean skin, washed her face, you know, whatever, I, however, whatever she washed it with. And she was just on there. 
And I, and, I, and I was looking at her. I go, she's really good. What's wrong? What's different about her than other women? Like I said, no makeup, no nothing. So is it the, in our industries, though, like if you want to be taken, if you want your skill, your abilities to shine, do you have to take away your look so that no, people so see you no. as, as competent? No, I think that, listen, when you got the goods, you got the goods. There's just no hiding it. When you got it, you got it. Well, Denzel has always been a a, a handsome motherfucker, but his his skill is just is just as equally on par with his looks, and he ain't got to take nothing down because that motherfucker had it. Well, has had it. I'm talking about women. Women too. And when you talk about men, it's funny because if you go to listen, Angela Bassett, to me, I, and I shouldn't say to me like there's something wrong with her. I just know that there are people out there. Uh, I don't know if I should say black and white, or I should say, I'm sure there's some black people too, because sometimes we're our own worst enemy. But there will there are people that will say because she's darker or because her Afrocentric features are, are are stronger that they'll try to downplay her beauty. But fuck that. I think Angela Bass is one of the most beautiful women on the planet. And you can't tell me acting-wise, she don't bring the thunder. Whereas, again, you might look at a Halle Berry who's like the female Brad Pitt and then you question, is Halle's acting skills really on par with an Angela Bassett or are her looks and acting skills just as equally potent? I think there are some that could make, the, make an argument for that. Yeah. Well, I, I think this is what people miss, though, too. If you go to Hollywood, there's beautiful people everywhere. They don't have to put someone in a movie because they're beautiful. They have but to. But a have, lot of they, times they do. They do, but for the most part, it's talent. Talent does get you uh, a, a part. Now, sometimes beauty will get you the starring role, and you'll have a shot. But right. for the most part, uh, when you said who who did you say was the was today Sean Connery? Uh, George Clooney. John, George Clooney can act his ass off, no doubt. So it's not about you know just the looks. There's a lot of good people. So really, they could just make movies with good-looking people in it. There's enough talent out there right. in Hollywood to do that. Right. Uh, so I, I guess the, these where I'm saying there were some manly-looking guys, but I'd like to see, you know, that's what I I think I kind of missed that about an Arnold or uh, or Sylvester Stallone that they were man they were also man manly. It wasn't just good-looking. Yeah. The 80s, but they weren't good actors. They weren't the best that's, actors. That, that's what I'm saying. That 80s action era was shoot them up, kaboom, some titties, some cursing, some guns, and, and, you know, car chases. It was based off real, like, just predominantly action. But do you think Sylvester Stallone was a good actor? I always said I think he's an un, he was underrated. He's but do, underrated you think, do you think his look prevented him because of who he was, the uh, size yeah. he was? Yeah. And prevented him from because he wasn't that when he wasn't in that kind of movie. No, this is it. Was always there. So, and you, you, what can you do it? So his he was limited on what his yeah. his appeal was going to be. Yeah. So you don't you couldn't put him in John Wick, young a younger <sighs> Sylvester Stallone today. Could he be in John Wick? Yeah, because John Wick don't talk much. Okay, could he be in Mission Impossible? No, it becomes something else. Nah, that movie is something else. I, I, again, the Mission Impossibles require some acting. 
It's just, you have to have a little suaveness to the, the lead character, doesn't he? I don't know, but it requires some acting. Some act. Rambo don't require acting. Cobra doesn't require acting. And when you look at Cobra, some of them lines are 80s cheesy. He wrote them. There you go. Um, dude, in the beginning of this movie, uh, when the submarine um, blows up, gets hit, uh, I guess my I got two two questions for you. Maybe well, let me just say it: Is World War Three inevitable? Uh, oh, Jesus Christ! Is it inevitable? Uh, and before you answer, and what's it going to look like? Is it nuclear? Is it chemical? Is it computers or is it just plain old tanks, bombs, and guns? And the reason why I'm asking is because you know the whole thing in this movie was about the key, getting the key, the two the two halves of the key to come together as one key. What did it open? And of course, whatever it is it opened would be World War III, right? So is World War III inevitable? Is this going to happen? Are we going to have another war? Are we better as human beings than we were during World War II? I don't know, man. My history sucks. I don't think we're better. I don't think we've evolved. So you're I, saying we will have? Another. I think we're more careful. I, 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 I think we're 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 louder in some aspects, and I think we have more, uh, um, we we have more access to information. But I don't think that we are smarter than we were even back then. So your answer is yes. Yeah, I think I think yes, but I just don't know how it happens now because because, and I can't speak for the rest of the world. I only know this. The I only know the country that I live in, but. You know, to have a there's two kinds of wars. There could be wars that are done, um, like like what this was showing, like a digital war, like it was going to be done computers. The the war today, I think, will take out computers, uh, take out uh, systems, operating systems. So no good old fashioned guns and tanks and bodies on the field. I mean, that could be part of the war, but I I think the war is going to be fought in a in a digital way because. Uh, who's going to go outside? I mean, none of like, I mean, okay, let's say we had a draft so that we have people to go fight this war. Who, who, who knows how to go outside? Everybody's. Yeah, we, I mean, we stopped going outside <laughs> since we was kids. So who's going to go outside? <laughs> right. They're going to fight the war, uh, you know, on computers, I think, because I don't understand who's going to go outside and to do what? And God forbid anybody say anything negative while they're out there fighting the other team because people will stop and say, you can't say that. Right. Uh, this is, it's going to be a very uh, interesting. And, and honestly, we could be, we are, we're right, we're right where we do could you, be. Do you ever think seriously, as, 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 even though we know what the catastrophic outcome would be, Ever think seriously we'll, we get nuclear? The only reason because don't both sides lose totally in that in that in that? Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be about two, one of two sides. I think that uh, I think that comes from someone else. Uh, you know, like like Russia and the United States going at it. I don't see us using going that way. Uh, American China going at it. I don't see us going there because we do know what the outcome is. You know, it's. Right. 
it's just we're we're in such a I even hate to critique what I, to even put out what I want to say because it's the but if you let me I, I can phrase it differently. If you're not living for this life, if you feel your reward, and we all feel like we're supposed to, I'm not saying we all because a lot of people just feel it ends at this life. But if you believe the ultimate reward is in the next life. 75 virgins. I didn't say that. I'm just saying if you believe that the reward is in the next life and what you do in this life is America long, the infidel. As long as as long as you're doing it for the right reasons, right. Is, is the belief, uh, then this world doesn't make a difference if you if if you if you end it. So uh, that that's kind of the that's that's the that's the caveat. That's the little that's the button on the side. Right. Because uh, I don't think it's a Russian button. I don't think it's an American button. I don't think it's a Chinese button. But I think it is someone who might have access or can get access to something like that. That could be the difference. Right. Um, dude, that part of the movie where Benji is in the uh, luggage cargo area and he's trying to disarm the bomb. And that one riddle where he goes... What's always approaching but never arrives? And the answer was tomorrow. I don't get that. Because tomorrow does arrive. But it's today when it arrives. Wait a minute. What's always approaching but never arrives? Tomorrow can't come today. By the time tomorrow, by the time tomorrow gets to you, it's today. So it's always approaching. But it never comes. Oh, at, at midnight, what's, what is it? The next day. So tomorrow couldn't have gotten here. All right. Because tomorrow's are always approaching, but you only live in today. Okay. That sounds like uh, something in regards to black fathers and their kids. <laughs> What's always approaching but never comes? Tyrone. <laughs> um, dude, I like to call these... And listen, I told you, I think as I get older and I get away from my uh, immortal youth, you know, you, you start to become an old man in the sense that shit has to make sense to you. And in an action movie where suspension of disbelief is a huge selling point, um, I have what I like to call get the fuck out of here moments. So in watching this movie, there were a couple of get the fuck out of here moments. I want you, I want these. I just went, come on, man. So in the first get the fuck out of here moment, I'm going back to when Benji was in the, the uh, luggage cargo. And Ving Rames tells him to disarm the bomb. Find something. Keyword find, which means you have to look for. Find something in there you can use to disarm this bomb, to unlock this suitcase. Cut to the very first piece of luggage Benzi pulls off the conveyor belt has exactly what he needs to pick this fucking lock well come on man <laughs> find look for when the fuck have you ever looked for anything and in your first look you got it well we assume a random fucking suitcase maybe he grabbed multiple suitcases no no he didn't they don't, it, it's, not one, it's in one scene the Ving Rames goes find what you need Cut to Benji looking frantically, grabs the first black suitcase off the belt, and that has it. Yeah. 
Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, get the fuck out of here. Moment number two. Uh, okay, the car chase with the cops in the yellow Fiat. And they end up near these steps. Spanish steps. Spanish steps. In Rome. It's a thousand steps. Fucking Tom Cruise is handcuffed to this bitch. Driving the car. No seatbelts. This car tumbles down the steps, flips, circles. I mean, this motherfucker is, is everywhere. When it finally lands, no cuts, no bruises, no broken bones. Now, it'd be different if you could kind of tell me, yo, they were wearing the seatbelts. That's a hell of an ad for a Fiat. This is why you need a Fiat. When you put on the seatbelts, you could survive anything. No seatbelts. He's handcuffed to this bitch. And they cut to the, you know, the camera as the car is tumbling, turning, flipping. You see them inside the car, bouncing, hitting the roof. When it finally lands, no cuts, dude. No. Not with that kind of skin. White <laughs> skin is the greatest skin ever, nigga. It's, it's not even skin. It's, it's a titanium, nigga. White skin is vibranium. It's what they use in Wakanda. Yeah, he has a vibranium, uh, a, a hybrid vibranium human skin. How texture. ironic, nigga. White people are made of what comes from Africa. <laughs> so, uh, but the car would have to have, uh, but now they did make the car. This is one of those uh, Mission Impossible cars. That's why it was made. And you got, yeah. So it would have a roll cage built into it that you might not uh, see. Yeah. That's what it was. It was the roll cage. But that you we still, couldn't see. But not only And airbags and, we couldn't see. But not only do they bounce, they also switch seats. <laughs> and no injuries. <laughs> no cuts on the wrist on the uh, ah, ah, ah. on the on, on the on the handcuffs. <laughs> Skin, man. I man, I want to be white in my next life. It's great. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> truth. Uh, get the fuck out of here, n- number three. Uh, do you ever notice the amount of running Tom Cruise does in these movies? And I mean full speed, long stretches, never gets tired. No one questions this. In, in, in dress shoes. In dress shoes. And those guys can't find him, and he's running right by him, and they don't even hear like someone on, <laughs> I guess you wouldn't hear it because of the building, but it looks like this you can hear motherfucker it. is straight knees to chest, arms, fucking, I mean full speed, nigga, for stretches, and no change in his breathing pattern. He had a he had to work out that run though. He didn't run like that's acting run. Like he had to go into like a, a running coach to get right. that stride the way that he wanted it for the stage. I know Michael Johnson is somewhere like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, I have one in here. I don't know if this one is it yet. But, oh, that, this, is, this is the creme for the creme of get the fuck out of here. The climax train scene. He's the parachute. He's, it's open. He's floating. Just as the woman is about to get shot, this nigga smashes through the window 
of the car she's in. So let's put the math on this. The car, the train is moving at its normal full speed. Tom Cruise is out there somewhere in the wind on a parachute, which is slowing up your momentum. But he has enough momentum and force and speed to crash through the exact correct car through a window. Yeah. Dude, this is the Mission Impossible guy. He can do that shit. Oh, my God. And again, I know, suspension of disbelief. But Jesus, man, sell me the illusion to buy the illusion. Well, he has to get there. Okay, now now this is what's funnier to, to add to it, though. He's on a runaway train. So the train is moving quite quickly. Yes. He can't catch up to it. So now, not only does he have to break through the window and get through the window, and he has to get through the window before the window can basically chop his body in yes. half as he's going through the window. Yes. So that's- and, But he's doing it while he's floating with air yeah. in a parachute. So what power would he have to break through a window that's moving? He has to lead himself. And, and you have to do this with the rifle, too. With the bullet, you have to lead it a little bit because of wind. So you have to lead yourself enough, come in at the right angle, get through it, and knock over the guy and save the girl. Dude, she was good looking. See, <laughs> if the bitch was ugly, she'd have been dead. We can get another one. Oh, we can't God. replace that one. Dude, let me tell you something, man. If life <laughs> was as cool as the movies, no one would ever want to die. No, I, I want to believe that life after death is the movies. How many times has something happened in your life where you did the thing that they do in the movie like you know broke up with the girl whatever and as you're walking away you can kind of hear that movie soundtrack in your head right we do that we add that to that right. that's the way that we are we have been instructed to our life is supposed to work as we're walking away and we said that one line to the girl that fucked us over and then we say whatever we say and we walk away you hear that or she tells you to fuck off and then you hear the sad song as you walk away either one right. of them happens right. but right. you hear it right to, 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 and I don't just want to relegate this to the fellas, even though I, I think this is a homework assignment for the fellas, because again, action movies, it's our demographic, it's our man food, it's our Fifty Shades of Grey. But I know that there are women that will play along. Side seat with the chopper, baby. I know how you are, so I know you're going right in. I want you guys to give us your get the fuck out of here moments from action movies you've seen in the past. Whatever action movies you could remember, Whatever you can conjure up in your mind, write in and tell us, man, this particular movie with this particular scene, get the fuck out of here. Give me, give us your greatest get the fuck out of here action movie moments. You know, I think they should send this in, but you know what we should do? Yeah. We should watch Escape from New York. With Kurt Russell? Yeah. And I've we never should, seen that. Oh, I can't believe you've never I've seen never that. I've never seen that. And we should give all the, you got to be fucking kidding me. Is there a lot of them in that? Yeah. Then I'm gonna watch that, and we we could we could do that with them sending these in because uh, Escape from New York is one of the, it was it, it was it's worth it really yeah, it's worth is it, it good it, it's it's uh, campy it's cheesy it's it's, 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 it's it was it in the 80s uh, yeah I think it was 80s okay. early 80s too so there's at least an excuse though yeah no but it's it's very uh, it 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 it. It didn't, I don't know how to say it aged well. It, it, it's cult following became stronger as it got older. Right. This uh, is the one with Kurt Russell with the leather on, right? Yeah, Snake Plissken. Snake Plissken. Right. Yeah, with his eye patch. 
Right. Yeah. Didn't a, they remake that? Yeah, they did. With who? I don't know. Oh. I know they did Escape from L.A. and I think he was in it again too. But really, you got to you got to see it. It's it's. I think that one will be a good one to go by. Uh, that one. Uh, the only other one that I would say is uh, that I think is it's not the same. Right. But hey, did you ever see the Warriors? Warriors come out and play. Dude, I'm telling you, dude, I know we talked about this on our 70s episode. There's some classics that I should be ashamed of that I never saw. Like I told you, I never saw The French Connection. Yeah, that's yeah, good. There's, you know, that I, that 70s era was a little hard for me because that was the time, again, my dad owned the TV and, you know, yeah, we but- got our VCR in the 80s and he got a lot of those movies and he would watch them and I just, it was suffering for me. And you were little, so you, the 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 more complicated the plot at that time probably wasn't that entertaining to you. Right. But I think you would have liked Escape from... I, I, it's worth seeing. Please, uh, fellas, I know I don't have to tell y'all. I know y'all going to do it. I know some of y'all are even thinking it as as you're hearing this. And and, and uh, my Sharia Chamor, don't let me down, baby. Big Daddy needs you. Uh, I want to know. I want to know. Um, Did you like this movie, though? Did you like? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, And this was made during the pandemic. This is the movie where he he, was cursing. And he freaks out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My last note on this. uh, And when you talk about so-and-so being a man's man and relatable, I don't know how much this plays into it, but I think part of what I think I like about Tom Cruise and his relatability in this. Not that I'm knocking it, but it's just, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't make him do it. Because that's the thing now, during the fight scenes, all the fight scenes now are stylized, quick camera movements and cuts, a la the Bourne movies. Yeah. When he fights in these, he seems like the average dude throwing punches. Like, he knows how to fight, he can kick your ass, but it, it's not stylized like Matt Damon in the Bourne movies. It, it feels like, this is just a hardcore, true-blooded American, red-blooded American, just whooping your ass. There's no jujitsu in this. Yes, it's punches. Yeah, it's just straight punches. It's Mission Impossible, man. All right, I, I think that's what it is. But uh, very, I, I thought it was an interesting. I thought it was interesting. I like again. I liked it. I don't want to like these movies, and for whatever reason, I still. End but up just like- so, so I'm clear on a scale of. One to ten, ten being you, you, perfect. What do you give all of them? Sevens. Sevens. Seven, eight for the action. I say about eight and a half, nine. Yeah, nah, I can't go that high. Really? Yeah. What's an action movie you give a ten to? I don't know. I'd have to really think about that. A ten? A ten? Is Rocky an action movie? That's just a man's soulful. Movie. That's a real movie, man. I'd give that a ten because it 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 brought you in. It, 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 Anything by Schwarzenegger a ten? No. Terminator two. That's not a ten for the technology of that time, which was groundbreaking. I Terminator one, I'd probably I'd no. Probably, yeah, yeah, because that movie set it up. No. Yeah. yeah. Terminator one is a fucking seven for me. No, that came out of nowhere, dude. They didn't make movies like that. I know, but it it just it there's something missing on that burger. <laughs> Such a good movie. Motherfucking T2 is a deluxe burger made medium well. T2 is with the cop that turns the, the, the liquid, liquid metal. Ah, fuck that. 
What? I want the I want the I want the fucking android with his mechanical parts oh. chasing me the whole time. Uh, I think an action. Movie. Bruce Willis diehards. None of Die, those are die hard. Die hard's probably a. Dark one is a ten. Yeah, that's a ten. Um, I'm just trying to think action wise, because there's a good story in Die Hard. Yeah, I mean, I mean Die Hard and, is, and, and Bruce Willis is the epitome of every man. Of and he turned he turned the genre. Yes, and it's such a good movie that it became a Christmas movie. It really did. It's that's a, always up for debate. It, it's up for debate, but because that's how good it is. That, right. Because it happened during Christmas that you made right. it a Christmas movie. Because uh, it, it 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 crosses over crosses over all those lines. Um, the first John Wick, not a ten. It could be. It could be. No, but I'm, no, fuck could be to you, man. These are the, John Wick is probably it. I give I give one a nine. Yeah, probably. How about speed? No, not a ten. Not a ten. You got to You got to give me. I, I I can't be on the bus. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's on the bus the, the bus, whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great idea. Quiz pop shot. You got a hair air trigger pinpointed your head. What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> uh, you ever see Point Break? Yeah. Was that that was good. I never saw that. No, that was good. I really that's a ten. No, it's just not a no. ten. It's a nine. It made eight, eight and nine, but it, it's a really good movie. The remake wasn't as good at all. I didn't think. Oh, you know what action movie I really liked? Uh, and it's Schwarzenegger. So I'll give this one to the one of uh, Mars. The one where they're on Mars. Total Recall. Total Recall. I love that's a ten that. to me because that was uh, it's a sci-fi movie. It's an action movie. Right. It had. Uh, it had one of those endings where you go, what the fuck just happened? And you could go three different ways on what really happened to that movie. Right. Uh, and, <laughs> and his eyeballs ah, popping out. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> right. That, that scene. How uh, about Commando? Commando was a good movie, but it isn't. Uh, wow. Do you really think they're like tens? Like the, 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 the no, that's what, a nine. What that's movie? a nine. Okay, let me ask you this. Oh, Predator. Predator's really good. Not a 10, no? no let me, maybe, because here's what I'll say. Here's what here's how I was going to read. Instead of 1 through 10, because there's a lot of things I need to be a 10 for my stupid... I need the I need the script to be good. I need the, the, the way that it was shot. I need, if it's on TV, are you going to stop and watch it? That That's that's. You know my, what's funny about that? I don't have to watch Predator on TV. Okay. I don't. But, yeah, that's... That yeah, I that's a good. I don't have to watch that. So then you know that, that. if Rocky three comes on, Rocky one, Rocky two, I'm in. There's certain movies. That you- ah, I got one for you. Tombstone. Yeah, Tombstone. You got to watch whenever it but comes no, on. No, that a ten? Oh, that's a ten. Okay, that's a ten. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, Kurt Russell's mustache should have got an Academy Award for best you know mustache. What I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him I'm coming. And hell's coming ready. That scene alone. And then that next shot of the sun behind him with the horses in silhouette. Come on, man. I, I'm, that, when you say, and hell's coming with me, that scene. Yeah. Watch his eyes. Oh. Well, I don't know what they did. I don't know if they did something no, to No, no, no. That's acting, brother. That's, that's they teared did, up, a little glossy. Gloss, tear. Yeah, a, man. And a spark, And though. a spark of rage. 
I don't know how you get right. that. That yeah, that is the there's I it's almost so prevalent right that I almost didn't like it the first time I saw it because I was like, that's fake. And then I watched it again. I was like, All what right. the fuck is that? I already know your answer is not gonna be a 10, but I have to bring it up because it's cheesy 80s action, and you just said Kurt Russell. Uh Tango and Cash. Dude, I like Tango and I Cash. I do too. Uh, those are one of those movies that just kind of slid under. That is that the one where they're with Raul Julia and they're playing ping pong too? Is that Raul Julia? Yeah, that's the one with Michelle Pfeiffer. She's not in that. Okay, no. Tango and Cash, I did like. I'm trying to remember this. No, Michelle Pfeiffer, Tequila Sunrise, I thought was an action movie. I never movie. saw that. Dude, that's with that's um, an action movie? Yeah, it's with Mel Gibson and uh is it Mel Gibson? It's Mel Gibson, Michelle Pfeiffer, Raul Julia. Fucking great movie. And it's action? Um there's some action in it. I then think it ain't yeah. action. No, no, no. No, no. It's not an, I guess maybe it's not an, there's a little action in it. I don't it's, think, no, but it's no, not, the, it's no, not, it's no. not the over the top action movies okay. we're talking about. Okay. But that's a great movie. You got to see that movie. Right. All right. Uh, I don't think there's anything else we can get off this. I'm trying to think if there's any movie that I have to watch that's an action movie that, yeah, like you said, the Rocky movies, you got to watch those. Well, uh, just give me your, real quick on this. Uh, Magnificent Seven, Denzel. That's good. Uh, not a ten, no. Not a ten. You know what I think is a ten, and but I don't think I don't think you're going to call it an action movie. It's the uh, uh, the Usual Suspects. That is not an action movie, dude. That is. Nah, that's not an action. Okay. Movie. Uh, and, and again, like you said, the. Uh, Die Hard. Those, those, the Die Hards you have to watch when right. you come on. Yeah, definitely. But the unusual, the usual suspects, I have to watch that when it comes out. All right. And I know you don't give none of the expendables a 10. No. You hate those. Dude, those were, you know what those were? Those were retirement program movies. Those that's were, cruel. Those were movies. So everybody who's retiring had some that's, cash that's, in the bank. That's, you know what? That's for like when. Bon Jovi or the Rolling Stones, or I'll even go older than that a little bit. Huey Lewis and News do a concert, and their fans come old as a motherfucker. Those, those, you know what those names of those concerts should be? What? 401ks. That's hilarious. <laughs> Give out some dates. That's hilarious. That's what they should be. 401ks. Instead of sponsored by or, or produced by Live Nation. Yeah. They're produced by 401ks. It's produced by uh, financial, fi- whatever financial institution. And for the 401ks. record, uh, for the record, um, one of my favorite songs of all time, uh, Huey Lewis in the News, um, Power of Love. That's one of your favorite songs? I love that. Yo, he belts that motherfucker out. The power in his voice, it's just the power of love. What I heard about oh. Huey Lewis, though, which I think is amazing, is that he's one of the nicest people in the world. Really? And when that uh, the album The News came out mm-hmm. in our 80s time, that was uh, that thing just, it, it was un- unbelievable. Right. Uh, but I was watching uh, Back to the Future today, and there's the scene in there where Huey Lewis is at the, uh, uh, he's one of the judges for who's going to be in the talent show. And I thought it was great. Uh, I thought it was funny back then, but when you forget that that's in there, then you see it, it makes it even better. All right, guys. Here's the what power of love is a curious thing. It can make man weak and another man sing. Well, you really, you sped it up on, on, on the... On that one part? Yeah. 
and see West Nyack. Guys, that's where we're at going to be. When you're listening to this uh, that weekend, we're going to be at Levity Live in West Nyack, uh, November 3rd through the 5th. Hey, and guys, I wanted to just tell you something. Uh, what? No, I, I'm going to say it. Oh, I forgot to say it. Yeah, but I'm going to say it. Um, if you just listen to this and uh, you enjoy it, we don't ask for much. And so if you could just like and subscribe, we'd appreciate that. Uh, just hit that button, like, subscribe. Let us know that you're out there listening to us because uh, we need it. That's the only way we know to keep doing this. So if you do that, I'd appreciate it. Uh, you don't need money. <laughs> don't need fame. Don't need a pretty car to ride these trains. Instead of bed to bed, and it seals some time, and it might just save your life. It's the power of love. You, you need to sing that while you're on stage at, at the shows tonight. Uh, oh, also, if uh, you want answers to, uh, and you want to ask me what the show times are, like if you know I'm in your, your city and then you hit me up and you go, hey, man, I want to come down. What, what, what time are the shows? The time of the shows are whatever dot com you need to do to get to the comedy club that it's at. I ain't telling you what time the shows are. I have a hard enough time for me trying to get to the shows on. Yeah. Uh, you guys got to stop asking me what time the shows are. Just yeah. put it in improv.com and you can find the times of the shows or funnybone.com, helium.com, whatever it is, you, you can handle that. I'm a karate man. Karate man <laughs> bleed on the inside. It's called the quarter blood technique. You do that. And a quart of blood follow somebody's body. <laughs> so Levity Live, West Nyack, November 3rd through the 5th. Uh, Tampa Improv, November 10th through the 12th. Ontario, California, Improv, November 16th through the 19th. San Jose, California, Improv, November 24th through the 26th. And Tacoma Comedy Club, December 1st through the 3rd. Uh, oh. Yeah, never mind. Magoobies, that one was rescheduled till January. So if you have tickets for December 10th through the 7th, get those uh, exchanged for the proper date. December 15th through the 17th, Summit in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And December 21st through the 23rd, Bricktown Comedy Club in OKC. And December 28th through the 30th, we're back. Washington, D.C. Improv. All right. Uh, this guest here is named Derek Griffin. Uh, Amigo Rain, the black print. Uh, the Instagram is official. Uh, Amigo, Amigo Rain. And that's O F F I C I A L A M I G O R E I G N. Official Migro, Migo Rain, the black print. And show. That's the show. Yeah. Let's work. Hey, we breathe like that. This shit ain't new to us. We just breathe like that. As long as you pull up when your man's in need, I got what you need right back. And I'ma leave it like that. Yeah. We breathe like that. This shit ain't new to us. We just breathe like that. 
As long as you pull up when your man's in need, yeah, I got what you need right back. I'll like hit you, new niggas. Who you trying to please? This ain't ice on my neck. I wear in a freeze. Yeah, I thought I was the hottest nigga in the world. Back when Wayne was promoting 500 degrees, I was waking up with a lot of dreams. I done contemplated on a lot of things. When that Mustang rolled by and I wanted the keys, when school made me follow niggas, I wanted to lead. To every undeserving bitch that I wanted to please. Did you just wanna suck the blunt or you wanted a seed? Every bad bitch come with a lot of needs. But I guess you can't be the shit without the fleas. Used to make my mama sand castles, now we working on the real one. I see the snakes camouflage, don't work on the real one. Yeah. You crash test dummies, flip cars, and you still dumb. Can't get with this fake shit. Wake me when the real cut. Gone. We breathe like that. This shit ain't new to us, we just breathe like that. As long as you pull up when your man's in need, I got what you need right back. And I'ma leave it like that. We breathe like that. This shit ain't new to us, we just breathe. Nothing goes down unless I'm involved. No blackjack, no dope deals, no nothing. A nickel bag gets sold in the park. I want in. <laughs> you guys got fat while everybody stopped on the street. It's my turn. Hmm. You think you're gonna live long enough to spend that money, you fucking hump? If any of you are tired of getting ripped off by guys like that, you come with me. I'm at the Plaza Hotel. You're welcome. You're welcome. Enjoy. <laughs> 